When you hear the word nutrition, what comes to mind? I hope it's not diet. Stay tuned as we bust down diet culture and cultivate true health. Christina here with Nina's Journey. Each week, we're going to hang out and walk through a topic that's going to light our soul on fire. Together, we're going to unpack past experiences, talk through feelings, and so much more. Together on this podcast, we will learn to love, live, and grow. Because I believe when we learn to love openly, we will begin to live with vulnerability. And ultimately, that is when we grow. Friends, it's episode four of our health and wellness journey. This is so exciting, and I think this is legit going to be my favorite episode yet. One, it comes with my very first interview on Nina's journey. Also, it really is just one of my favorite topics to talk about, nutrition. I get a lot of questions about my nutritional habits, mostly because I think of my transformation itself lends to this sense of curiosity. Within the last year, I have become a plant-based athlete. The plant-based is the part that came within the last year. That was since June of 2020. The athlete part of that, I have been working on just a smidge longer, and it's something that I continue to strive for because I want to consider myself an athlete, but I digress. What's really important here today is that I learned a means to nutrition that didn't leave me feeling starved, deprived, or unhappy. More than that, during this interview with my special guest, She clearly has that similar approach to nutrition, which was just awesome to learn about. Here, I had stumbled on something myself, and it's being taught out there to others in the world, and that was so encouraging to me. Before we get to the interview, though, it is our weekly product highlight. This week, we're going to talk about the Herbalife Shakes. Did you know that there are over 100 different flavors that you can make with this line? Well, that's what my friend Nicole Bird has told me, and that's the fun fact that she wants me to share from Mission Nutrition as we continue to partner to bring you this season on Nina's Journey. It's panning out to be a really fun season, and I hope you're having as much fun as we are. But yes, back to the shakes. In order for me to highlight this specifically, I really do have to talk about two products. Formula One, which is the Healthy Meal and Nutrition Shake Mix, and protein drink mix, or what they call PDM. Looking at the website, I see 12 current flavors for Formula One, ranging from French vanilla to Dutch chocolate to wild berry to banana caramel and to the newest release of mango pineapple. Formula One has a good balance, and it is one of my favorites in the supplement or meal replacement field. This product is action-packed with 21 vitamins and minerals and essential nutrients. There is protein and fiber and all good things to help manage and support healthy metabolic function at the cellular level. 
Pairing this with the PDM is where the real magic happens. The PDM carries 24 vitamins and minerals as well as a really good dose of protein at 15 grams. Using this routinely will truly satisfy hunger and keep your energy levels high. PDM can be used for a snack, which would be like alone, or my favorite is to pair it up and mix it with Formula One for my routine breakfast. The shake comes with a whopping 24 grams of protein, and for me, it is such a high-quality source of protein, which helps support my lifestyle and my regimen. Now, my favorite part. I have used these products in a more versatile way. I actually make mug muffins and pancakes with them also. I have even tried making donuts and protein balls for snacks. They're all delicious. I'm truly mind blown. I will say that Herbalife does have a protein baked good mix, which I haven't tried yet. But my secret to the Formula One and PDM pancakes is one egg white, one egg, and add enough water to the correct consistency, and voila, you've got a nutrient-dense breakfast that tastes absolutely decadent and amazing. If you find yourself wanting to try it, go to an Herbalife club. You can test drive any of the flavor combinations before purchasing. I personally love the atmosphere of the nutritional clubs. I have developed a wonderful and beautiful relationship with Mission Nutrition. When I travel, I I will. I will literally just Google search Herbalife clubs near me. I have found them all over. And the Herbalife community, it just does not disappoint you, my friends. Everywhere I have gone, I have found unique setups, different flavors, but ultimately that community is so supportive and so welcoming. Even recently on my adventure out to Vegas, I found a very sweet owner and I stopped by and I just, I love to connect with them and I love to share my support no matter where I'm at. I do highly recommend this line as I have found it to not only have some of the best tasting shakes or supplements, but the quality leaves me feeling so energized and focused. This has become a solid piece of my everyday routine. Now we can move in to a question from our listeners. How are you enjoying the podcasting? How is it benefiting you? Awesome questions. In the short answer, I am loving it. This has brought a great growth to my confidence as well as to my technical skills. I draft content, I record, I edit, etc. I do it all. I this, this whole production I do by myself. I built it from ground zero and the only experience I had with podcasting prior to what I'm doing now is the listening aspect. Yep, that's it. The only skill I had was I knew how to push play on Spotify. I am learning every day and I'm getting better and I'm getting faster. I do feel like I produce a pretty decent show considering all things. This is and does bring me a level of therapy. I'm a writer by nature. I'm a lifelong learner. 
So as fast as I can consume knowledge and bring it in, I'm naturally distilling it down and spitting it back out to others around me. I love to knowledge share. I love to help others. I find that this outlet has taken my ability to help and inspire levels to a whole new level. I have gained confidence in speaking, and I do believe that I am creating a positive impact to those around me. I get to be creative in a whole new way. Between transitions and music and how to even structure the message, it's from outlining to recording, it is a favorite activity of mine. So it is going well. I absolutely love it. Podcasting brings so much joy to me. And I hope as much as it's bringing joy to me and helping me, I hope it's helping you and those around you and everybody who's tuning in. Because if I can help one person, then I feel like my mission has been served. In fact, you know what I would love If you're listening to this right now and you're like, yes, this content is amazing. This podcast has changed my life or even just ignited a spark inside me. Would you mind just screenshotting it and putting it out on Instagram and tagging me in it? That's KMH underscore Nina's dot journey. I would love us to just flood social media with all of the goodness that we've got going on here. Now, to this week's content, I bring to you, drumroll, my very first interview. I'm stoked. I can't even sit still in my chair. Without further ado, let's jump into the interview. All right. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. I would like to welcome Charlotte. Charlotte, I want to thank you for being my first ever interview on Nina's Journey. I'm super excited to learn from you and share your expertise with our listeners. What better way to talk nutrition than with the expertise of a registered dietitian? For those that don't know, I went to school with Charlotte many moons ago. Well, it feels like many moons ago, but we've stayed connected by means of social media. I'm naturally curious and do cue into folks and their success as I love to see people grow and build their own aspirations. Charlotte has been no exception. I have watched some of her postings and I could see her building something very exciting. So without further ado, I bring to you Mrs. Charlotte Nelson. Charlotte, how did you get into this profession? Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me on. Um, So I always knew that I wanted to help other people and I was interested in healthcare, um, but not really anything to do with blood or needles because I knew I didn't want to do that. (laughs) Um, And I love food and making food and, you know, talking about food. It's a pretty, you know, central thing that we all have in common. So I found this profession that kind of married all those things together and it was a fit. Awesome. Awesome. So what do you enjoy the most about being a registered dietitian? Um, I really like the ability to really be able to help people, um, you know, on, on a day-to-day level, like something that's really going to help change their lives because eating is something that everyone does every day. And it can also be a big struggle and a source of anxiety. And 
what you eat and how you eat can really make a difference in how you feel as well. So it can really be a big game changer when someone can figure out a different way of eating that's going to help them to feel better. Yeah, I totally agree. So season two for Nina's journey has been on health and wellness. And I too believe that when we physically feel better, everything's just so interconnected and can drive into that emotional space as well. So do you see that sort of transition when you come, when somebody comes and works with you on how just tweaking some of their physical or nutritional habits has a ripple effect? Absolutely. And I mean, like I said, how you eat can really affect a difference in how you feel like in a physical effect as well, but also changing some of your thoughts and beliefs around food and how you're eating can also have a huge impact on your emotional health as well. Um, You know, I have people who are like religiously tracking what they're eating or um, realizing that they have all kinds of food rules around what they're eating. And that is actually really having a negative impact on their mental health. Um, You know, it takes up a lot of space in your mind and they're just spending a lot of time thinking about things like that, that aren't really in the end making a positive impact on their health anyways. So that can really be a game changer as well. So, you know, both in the sense that eating can affect your physical health, but it also affects your mental health and emotional health. For sure. So nutrition and health, it feels like a very sensitive subject with the growing shadow of body shaming and distortion of the health by society or media outlets. How do you build a rapport with your clients? You know, I, I would argue that that body shaming and, you know, some of that goes into, you know, it's experience in health systems as well. Um, So it's definitely something that's really common. So the way that I practice is aligned with health at every size, meaning that I help my clients to make improvements with their health without just focusing on the shrinking of their body. Um, I think it's a really very common misconception that weight loss equals health. And I try to convey in my content and with my potential clients that this isn't something that I focus on because there's so many other more meaningful ways to improve your health and things that you can track than focusing on a number on a scale. Yeah, I just love that. I know for my own um, personal health and wellness journey over the last couple of years, taking out the psychology of that, you know, losing weight equals health or happiness. It's been just a huge benefit to my overall health and well-being. Absolutely. I totally agree. So I've followed some of your things in your group. Um, How do you stay up to date with all of the latest research in nutrition? Well, that's, that's a great question because there's, um, there's so much out there and I mean, not even just research, but there's, you know, every day you see stuff on the news, stuff on social media, there's like, there's tons of information all out there, all over the place. And it seems like you can find, um, you know, a lot of different angles. So as a registered dietitian, I need to complete at least 75 hours of continuing education every five years to keep my credentials. Um, But I spend a lot of additional time learning as well, because there's so much information out there. Um, One thing that I've really seen change over the time that I've 
be, become a dietitian, which is all, over 10 years ago now, uh, which I, is kind of crazy to believe <laughs> it's gone by really fast. Um, but a big thing that's changed is that um, the diet in the dieting industry has really exploded along with the shift to people getting more information from advertisements and influencers on social media and online. So it definitely can be a challenge to counter those really loud voices that are supporting the dieting industry, which is a $72 billion diet dollar industry. So, um, you know, there's a, a lot backing it, but you know, when it comes down to it, that what they're promoting in the dieting industry doesn't work for most people, for the majority of people in the long term. And it, they're just trying to get people to become repeat customers on a yo-yo dieting cycle for life. So that's been a big change and something that I strive to, you know, find more information that I can back up what I'm talking about and, you know, helping others with every day so that I can be the, you know, maybe not as loud voice, but saying, Hey, this information is something that actually can help you versus what other people might be trying to say. Yeah. And one of the questions I had was, what are some of the biggest changes you've had over your tenure and listening to you talk through that? I mean, as a consumer watching, you know, social media and the diet industry, things like that, you know, maybe it's not being a loud voice, Charlotte, but I think that the whisper of reassurance that you bring your clients is what is way more valuable for those that you're working with. Absolutely. I mean, I I hope it is. It's you know, it can, it can be hard because people hear these messages coming from like, it seems like all these different angles and, you know, it's just a process to help make sure people are actually, you know, learning things that are actually going to help you and not hurt you. So that's, that's a big goal that I have is to just really help make sure, making sure that I'm a positive impact and not going to cause any harm. Uh, the next question I have for you is what are some of the basics that folks may need to keep in mind? Maybe specifically women. I'm kind of curious myself, but as it relates to general nutrition, are there any specific areas of nutrition and or numbers that we should keep in mind? You know, when it comes to basics, I feel like a lot of times people are are always looking for something they're always looking for the next thing that is going to be like the game changer for them. But really down to like the most basic level, there is no magic diet or meal plan. I feel like people are looking, looking for this, but you know, when it comes down to it, in my professional opinion, the best thing that you can do is learn how to really listen to your body and how to really serve your body in a way that's going to be helpful to you. So the way that I help my clients with this is I help them to learn the principles of intuitive eating, which helps them to reconnect with their natural hunger and fullness cues and learn to nourish their body in the way that they really need that is individualized to them. And this eliminates relying on external food rules or cues, as well as confusion over what to eat or when. And, you know, this is a process because, you know, like most of us have been dieting for quite a while you know like we get those messages early on in life it seems to that you know dieting is the norm but you know that's not it doesn't have to be that way that's not the most helpful thing that you can do for your health 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Actually, I don't know if you heard last week's episode, but what I spoke about was creating change through addition. And so kind of what I have done in my journey, uh, I've been on that yo-yo up and down and it's really miserable, to be honest. I mean, you looking back, I wish that my self now could whisper to my younger self back then and, and really give the, the good advice now. But it was sort of that adding. And, you know, I started just with adding water and adding, you know, a couple of vegetables. And I never went through the idea of taking something away. It just didn't feel right. You know, whatever I was doing at that time got me to the point that I was, it just didn't feel right to do the depletion. So naturally, I think I kind of figured out the approach that you're teaching people, which is so exciting because it really makes a big difference. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I did listen to that. And I, I love that because that's kind of the, that is a lot of um, kind of the approach that I use too. You know, I think a lot of the times when people hear like, oh, you're a registered, registered dietitian, like you're going to tell me what not to eat. Like, what are you going to take away from me? I think that's like a really common misconce- misconception that people have, but yeah, that's, that's what I do with my clients too. It's like, okay, what, what can we add in? And we work on one thing at a time, like you said, because that's what's really going to create lasting change. It's not, you know, seeing how much you can cut out or what you can restrict. You know, if you aren't making changes that you can live with and that really fit into your lifestyle, then it's just not going to work. And I don't want you to be thinking about the food that you are restricting all the time because that's not going to help either. <laughs> yeah, that's not a, that's not a lifestyle either. No, it's not a healthy lifestyle. Uh, so when you're starting this intuitive eating model or, um, kind of program that you're doing with your clients, do you have some general like guide rails that you give them or what would you recommend as it relates to getting like enough of certain specifics? Yeah. So, you know, I, we talk about the, the principles of intuitive eating, you know, and if anybody's interested in this, there is a, a book called intuitive eating. And, you know, you can find a lot, lot of information on social media too. Um, and, you know, I talk about it some in my group, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that we work on, but in general, like when it comes down to the nutrition part, um, you know, just kind of in its most simplest at, at the most basic level, um, I recommend to aim to include some protein and some healthy fat and some fiber, with each meal or snack when it's possible. So again, it's not like a food rule, like you have to have this and this and this with each meal, because you know, that's not, that's not um, sustainable. And I don't want anybody to like, you know, have those feelings of guilt when you aren't able to do that. You know, we all live life, you know, things come up, you eat out, you know, things aren't always perfect. And it's important to be doing something for your health that isn't good, doesn't have those rigid guidelines. So, but you know, in general, um, I recommend protein, healthy fat and fiber. Um, and that, you know, not only gets you a variety of nutrients, but it also helps you to feel full and satisfied after you're eating, which is definitely important. Yeah. I recently just traveled actually. And I went out there, it was probably the best trip I've ever done because though I'm on kind of a regimen for myself because I'm training, not because I'm doing anything, you know, restrictive in any way, I'm trying to make sure that I'm fueling myself in a specific way from a performance standpoint. But I mean, I went out there and there are things that you don't have in your normal everyday life. So it was like to be able to do that without some sort of emotional detriment, it was just amazing. It, it was just, it was really good for the soul. Cause I could totally consume and enjoy something that I normally wouldn't have that exposure to. 
Absolutely. And I mean, especially when you're, you know, somewhere where you aren't going to be able to have that food again for a while, you know, you don't want to feel restricted and you don't want to like end the trip and be like, oh, I wish I would have tried that or, you know, something because you're, you're on a special meal plan that you couldn't have had it or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm a dietitian, so, you know, I'm an expert in nutrition, but there's so many other things that play into your nutrition and your health. Like it's just, I, I mean, what I say is anybody who's eaten can tell you like your food choices aren't just about the food. It's not just about the nutrition. There's so many other aspects that play into it. So 10 years in your uh, career here as a registered dietitian, if you had to like look into your tool bag or, you know, what is, what is one of the best pieces of nutritional advice that you could just give us here today? Oh, that's a tough one to narrow it just down to one. <laughs> um, I'd say really, you know, when, when you're doing something and you're trying, you're doing it to try to improve your health, really think about why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's actually serving you, for example, like in a, in and of itself, tracking your food intake, isn't a healthy habit or just eliminating an entire food group like carbs, which is really common, isn't a healthy habit. Just tracking your weight isn't a healthy habit. It's the things that you do day in and day out every day that you can actually stick with and that are actually like creating a positive change in your life that are going to make a difference in your health, not just going through the motions because somebody else did it or because you think you should do it. So good. That is, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome advice. Couldn't have summarized that any better myself. So as you think about uh, the future here, what are some of your professional goals or your dreams for you and your career? Uh, well, I mean, I have a lot, but I, I definitely want to be able to help as many people as I can to learn to ditch the dieting and the guilt cycle. Um, cause I mean, it, it affects so many people and it's, it's so detrimental. Like people think that they are working on improving their health and they're going to really make a huge difference by like dieting and going on diet after diet. But you know, it's, it's a, so many times it's the opposite and you know, it's, it's not their fault. They feel that way. Um, you know, there's all these messages telling you that, you know, this is the thing to do. So I really want to help people to learn that there is another way to truly improve your health in meaningful ways without obsessing about food or the size of your body. You know, to do that, I'm definitely looking forward to growing my practice and also being able to reach more and more people, um, you know, both that I'm working with one-on-one and in my group and on social media. Yeah. I've been in your group. It's got some good stuff. I'm starting to poke around in there and be able to comment. It's a, it's a very beautiful community that you're building in there, Charlotte. It's, it's really awesome. And I think that you are on that track to maintain and, and continue to grow in those spaces and dreams of yours. I, you know, as I listen to you talk, it's not just teaching about what people consume by putting in their mouth. Um, one of the things that I've spoken about on the podcast is consumption goes beyond just the actual food itself, the media and the kinds of things that you're bringing in, you know, through your eyes and your ears are just as important in this nutritional space. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, like you can do a quick Google search and find 
information. You can find a ton of information, but you know, it really, a lot of times people need some guidance to break down, like what is actually going to help me. Um, and not only that, but like, you know, there's accountability that goes into it, you know, having someone to guide you, but also, um, like you said, there's, and, and like I said, there, there's the social, there's the emotional, there's the mental aspect of it. You know, it's not just physically fueling your body. There's so much more than that. Absolutely. I find uh, for me personally, if I'm consuming content and I feel something negative about myself, it's garbage. I have to either disrupt my thought process. And if I can't do that, I actually unfollow certain things. It's advice that I give um, those that, you know, hang out and talk to me too. When I am consuming content and I feel a fire or I feel excitement to me, that's a, it's a response of inspiration. And that's a healthy place to kind of take that content and experiment with that. Yeah. And I mean, like when we're looking up things online, we have a little bit more control over that, but that brings up another great point of like, even on social media, like if there's things that are triggering to you or making you feel bad about what you're doing, you know, that's okay to unfollow. Or, you know, if, if it, you know, if it's somebody that you you know don't want to like unfriend or something like unfollow them or mute them, you know, it's okay you don't want to give yourself those negative feelings because that really has a big impact on your health too. Yes. Friends, that is a real thing. You can be friends with somebody on Facebook and you can actually just kind of remove their content from your newsfeed. It's a powerful feature. It helps balance maybe that idea of if you don't want to defriend somebody who is close, but the content is not just, it's just maybe not a, a, time in your life that you could be taking that in and be able to decipher through that in a healthy way. So do what's best for you. That's really what's important here. You know, Charlotte, this has been a really good conversation. I want to thank you again for hanging out with me today and shedding so much valuable insight with us. If I could have just one last question, if I may, what services do you offer and where can folks find you if they've got more questions? Yeah. So I offer a one-on-one nutrition coaching program. Um, you can find me on Instagram at charlotte.nellison, but I'm most active in my Facebook group, which is called Open Concept Nutrition with Charlotte. So if you want more support in your health journey, definitely come join me there. Um, so you can you know, type that in the search on Facebook or find me through my, find that link through my Instagram page or, you know, just Go, just uh, look up my name on Facebook and, and you can find me there too. Awesome. And listeners of Nina's journey, I'm going to have her uh, Facebook page and stuff, her outlets that you can connect in the show notes. So you can go ahead and click those links directly. We can get you connected there. I would encourage you to stop into that Facebook group for sure. She's got lots of great content there. So again, I really do appreciate your time tonight, Charlotte, and willingness to kind of hang out with me and give me the opportunity to interview you. This has been my first interview. So I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have and bringing some really awesome resources to our listeners here on Nina's journey. Definitely. Thanks so much for having me. Oh man, that was just awesome to listen back to. Friends, food rules, key takeaways, eat without a negative mindset or restriction. I'm going to go back to my comment that I made on the interview about my Vegas trip. I made choices to enjoy things that I would not do again for some time or maybe ever. I cho- I choose not to be on some restrictive program that says, hey, I can't eat this because it might blow up XYZ. 
the meal out at Capo's, I tell you, I was sitting there and I had the thought and I was like, man, this is a lot of food and I want the salad and I want the pasta and I want the dessert and I want the wine. And there was that small whisper in the back of my mind. And I said, you know what? When is the next time I'm going to come to Vegas? When is the next time I'm going to sit in a speakeasy with my friend with just decadent food and all the things? I thought, you know what? Nobody cares. So I ate. I ate what I wanted to. I ate probably enough calories to support me for, I don't even know, days. And I don't even care. I don't feel bad about it. I hold no negative feelings about it. I didn't even weigh myself because Who cares? You'll normalize yourself out when you get back into your normal routine. It's what Charlotte talked about as intuitive eating. Do it, friends. Go follow her. There's a beautiful community out there that is helping bust down this notion of diet culture and truly cultivate a space of health and wellness. So with that, friends, I want you to be healthy, be intuitive, and be one with your nutrition. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Nina's Journey, learning to love, live, and grow. If you liked today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. I will leave you with this from Joel Osteen. Your job is not to judge. Your job is not to figure out if someone deserves something. Your job is to lift the fallen, to restore the broken, and to heal the hurting. And that's what we do here on Nina's Journey.